Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mike Pillman Podcast. Today, I have a, a very special guest with me. His name is Jeremiah Ray. How you doing? Hi. What's up? What's up, Jeremiah? How, how, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. This is the first podcast that I've really ever done where I am not the host. <laughs> <laughs> me and a few uh, friends of mine, like, we used to do our own podcast, right? Yeah. Like, when we were, like, 13, 15. Me, Zach, and, and Gabriel, we... Uh, they were so bad, and they're still on YouTube, by the way. Oh, you, really? You can find them somewhere. What are they? they what's are it called? So bad. I'm not gonna say because <laughs> people don't need to find them. I haven't privatized them. I they are still public. All right, guys. But well, I listened back to them. Oh my word, they were horrible. I'm gonna do some uh, a little bit of research, and hopefully, uh, by the end of this podcast, I'll show you later. Yeah, I'll show you later. I'll show you later. Yeah, but I'm not gonna announce to the world what it is exactly. But those were g- good times, and. Um, so yeah, this is my first time not being a host. So I'm really, I'm really, I'm hyped, man. Thank you for mm-hmm. having me, by the way. No problem. Yeah, thanks Penguin. for being here. Um, yeah. Have I'm, you always I'm, been I'm, like a creative or trying to create stuff like that? I, growing, I have always been a creative person-ish. I've always wanted to create content for people mm-hmm. in, in some way and not as in like be a YouTuber or be a streamer <laughs> or whatever, but always create something that people enjoyed. And that mm. always came within the music, uh, within the form of like music, or other like just random projects. I I like doing things for people. I've always loved the idea of, of like releasing updates to a project that people like simultaneously enjoy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've always enjoyed like doing things like upholding Minecraft servers. Right. Mm. I've always done things like I loved re- like releasing music, releasing podcasts. Mm. Yeah, YouTube videos. I love doing that, and I always have. But I'm the kind of person who always kind of goes in these huge spurts where I'm like motivated to do something for like two weeks, like hardcore, like mm-hmm. knees deep into it, and then I f- I fall hard and I get burnt out. Yeah, and that that's just how I I am. But I just love doing that kind of thing. Did do you? Or yeah. Are you different? Yeah, I think so. I think I've uh, I'm definitely have a a creative personality type i've definitely try to i guess maybe it's not always for other people but it's definitely um i try to express myself in different ways or i try to do things even when i sometimes play certain sports or or do certain activities i want to do them in an unorthodox way or try to mix it up Mm. to not get bored with it Mm. because i can i can also get like I think that's the tendency of creative people is when you always want to do things differently or have fun with it so Sometimes you can, you you want to, you just cause some chaos just to see something. Just so, so yep. Something can happen, you like know. That, yeah. Like there's like a routine, <laughs> there's like a a structure and a way things are done, and you want to just change it up a little bit just to just to flavor it, you know, and just to have something like happen. Yeah. Could you be a stand up comic? I thought about it. Yeah. You know what? You know what's crazy? My three um the three things I wanted to do that I knew I I could do when I was younger. I was like, I'm either gonna be uh, a personal trainer, a therapist, or a stand-up comedian. Those are the three things Wait, I was what? like. What? <laughs> yeah. All so different, dude. Yeah. Who are you? Oh my goodness. Well, those okay. are the three things I was like. I'm gonna do one of those three things because like that just seemed like just seemed natural for me to do one of those because I like working out. Sure. Um, I like listening to people, help people with their problems, and I also like making people laugh. So those are the three so things. So what made you settle on psychology or like being a, uh, a therapist? Um, well, it was the most consistent and it was the most meaningful to me. Like, like my interest in psychology was more consistent than 
my interest in say like being a stand up comedian or uh, personal training, and also it, it was just more valuable to me, like the ability to like talk to people and help them and, and mm-hmm. talk them through their problems and stuff like that. That to me is more fulfilling than you know than just making people laugh for a day mm-hmm. or even getting someone like the physique that they want. Because mm-hmm. like you can have you can you can laugh for a day, you can laugh for a week, you can uh, you sure. can get a great physique, you can look good. But if you're not good mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, you're just not gonna. You're not gonna be whole as a person. Sure. And to me, like being able to help people with that part of their life is just infinitely more valuable than helping someone with their physique or their, you know, making them laugh. That's true. Mm-hmm. And out of the th- and, and and out of those three, it probably pays the most too, right? It actually, <laughs> uh, no, well, it? I, I, it depends because, like, obviously, if you're a stand-up comedian and if you're really good at it, sure, if you can famous, get, yeah, you can get a lot yeah, of money. You'll, you'll be a millionaire. But I guess you can say that about any field. But um, yeah, sure. I think actually think I actually think if you were a personal trainer, you can make more money, especially with all the stuff you can do today. Like people can have really? programs and stuff. like like you look all those fitness YouTubers who sell their programs. Mm-hmm. That would be so easy for me to do. Like, cause cause look, it, I I. I've been working out since I was 15. I've been sure. doing like fitness research since I was like 15. Mm-hmm. So I know I could make a program today probably and, and sell it and make money. I mean, not like it's Why obviously it's easier said than done. Why don't you? Um, J- just try it. I don't know. I, I think I'd get bored of it because I don't because really? because like you understand if you're a creative person, you understand that like if you want to do something. Like you said, you you get hyper focused for like two weeks, right? Exactly, and then you kind of taper off, yep. and then you kind of get distracted. And it, so for it me, it's like for me to, I I feel like I could I'm the type of person who could do anything, okay, but I wouldn't want to forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I could do anything, mm-hmm. but if I did anything, it would like I I could get bored of it pretty easily. So it has to be meaningful to me, and that's why I ch- settled on counseling and therapy because that's something that's that's so infinitely meaningful to me that I can never give it up. That I can never get bored of it. You would never get bored of it. Okay. And also, people that's as individuals good. are infinitely interesting. Like, like if I were to, mm. like for nutritional or, or like health wise, like I could say, do this workout, do this, do that, and um, the 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 solution is pretty much the same every time. Wow. You, know, you 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 do certain exercises. You eat right and you sleep right. Mm-hmm. You know you take care of yourself, or even making people laugh. That that's interesting, but it's not as fulfilling. Wow. So so um yeah, it's just it's just the the focus, like the how meaningful it is to help people. It's just what more meaningful, and 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 that's going to keep me more engaged. And people. In general, just so um, they're so different. Like everyone, everyone's problem has a mm-hmm. different solution, but, right? And everyone has different problems with, and and so it's just you're not going to get bored of people because everyone is so unbelievably complex mm-hmm. that there's True. no way you're going to get bored of even one person. Like even if I just talk to one person for my entire life, I'm going to be continuously learning. You you ask people who married, who are married, mm-hmm. who've been married for like 20, 40, 60 right. years, if there's anyone out there. They they they're always learning new things about each other. They don't get bored of each. If they're really like in love and like in a good relationship, they're not going to get bored of each other. They're going to keep learning things about each other. They're going right. to keep learning new habits. Because uh, you're going to try new foods together to have new experiences together. Also, right? Exactly. So, like, people no change over time. Same. Yeah. Dude, yes. That's awesome. And that's actually. I'm sorry. Uh, no, was you, there anything? Yeah. Else? No, you're good. Okay. Okay. It it is 
it's really cool that you actually found something that you know that you will never get bored at. Because mm-hmm. people who are who are like me and you, who are like the top elite individuals in world <laughs> who are intelligent, yeah. people like us, they, as far as I know, they don't find that very often. Like, yeah. not many people find that one job or project or like passion that they love, and that they know that they'll love like permanently. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that you found that. I really haven't found that like my myself. I know what career I'm passionate in. Like you know, I IT and living at home, <laughs> living at home doing my job. <laughs> yeah. uh, that and like working from home. But what I'm talking about like specifically is like projects, like like fun like hobby projects mm-hmm. that whenever I like I want to write write a song, and I've learned that whenever I get in the hyper focused mood in that two week span something that actually really helps is to not give in to that that motivational i guess like mental energy right mm. like don't work on it as hard as you want to mm. i've learned Be- because if you do you will burn out by yeah. the end of the two weeks so if you're feeling extremely motivated to learn or to do something don't do it as hard as you normally would mm. right just like do it, but like hold off and limit yourself, and that actually extends my either motivation or self discipline or whatever you want to call it like longer. So I actually am more dedicated to to that project a lot longer than just two weeks, mm-hmm. and that has certainly helped me. But in the case of like careers, and in your case with um, psychology, that you will never have that issue because people are infinitely crazy. <laughs> yes, dude. I think it's the only thing that doesn't get boring to, for, for me is people, because like if I were to be an engineer, like cars and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or I mean, some people find those things like infinitely interesting, but I'm just not one of those people. Like I can't, I can't look at a computer and code stuff, and then be like, oh, I want to find more stuff to code, or like I want to find out more intricate parts of a car to fix. Like, mm-hmm. but people to me, I just and I just I think I just understand people. Like in their motive and motivations and stuff like that, so it's it's just it, it's never I'm never gonna get bored of that, you know. It's never gonna be something that I'm like, oh, like I have, oh, I have to go to work today and you know talk to someone who has yeah. this complex problem that I don't know how to solve. It, to me, it's just, to me, like that's the most like that's never gonna get boring to me. And you know, it's crazy is a lot of fast food workers deal with the same thing, <laughs> but <laughs> except they don't get paid for that part. And they say, yeah. I got to hear people's problems and I don't get paid for it and I hate it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. It's it goofy. You do the job that nobody else wants to do and you get paid for it and you enjoy doing it, which is a <laughs> win, win, win. <laughs> yeah. That's why, that's why I tell people like if I, was, if I had a billion dollars in the bank account right now, I wouldn't do anything different because I know exactly what I want to do. Wow. I've known since I was 15. So That is a special thing. Yeah, it definitely is. That is a special thing. Because most people who are creative, they have to settle for a job. Because they want to do a bunch of different things, but they're just not going to pay the bills doing that. Or or pay the bills. Yeah. Or even if they have a certain art form that they really enjoy to do that's that's creative. Like if I'm a painter and I really like painting, I might be a great painter, but I I don't have... That doesn't mean I'm going to have it like mm-hmm. be good on the business side or be able that's to promote true. myself or to get out there really enough to show my talent. That's true. Or even be able to create enough product to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Or and, and 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 so it's not it's not most people who are creative aren't typically lucrative. They don't typically make a lot of money doing what they're doing. 
which I mean, to that, be fair, therapy isn't therapy yeah. isn't exactly like super lucrative, but it, it it's it's enough to pay the bills, and it's 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 something that's fulfilling that I know what to do. Yeah, you're right. Things like music and art, like not only is the whole like market for that extremely saturated, but you can't make any money like doing that. Like, yeah, especially not off the bat, off the bat. Exactly, like that's not going to happen. So people are forced to either hone their creativity through their career or just have a career outside of any other creativity and just hate their job. Yeah, pretty uh, much. It's either A or B, and, you know, it's it's sad. I've heard that the best advice for, like, creative people who, like, don't... who have something that, that they want to do that's not very lucrative is just you just get a job to pay the bills and you do your creative project on the side. Mm-hmm. Just so that you can, just so you, can you know, keep stay afloat. Exactly. And but it's really hard to pursue that. As long as you're happy with that, then everything's fine. Yeah, that'll be fine. But yeah, again, if you work a job that you love, you never have to work a day in your life. So if you love music, but music production doesn't pay jack unless you actually are insane at it and you get noticed by, you know, a couple million people. Yeah. You know, which is why it, <laughs> it, it, is, it, is, it, it, it can be brutal. <clears throat> but yeah, man, that's true. Uh, I I would love because I played a piano. Obviously, I've been playing mm-hmm. for ten years. I would love to like put music out there and it blow up. I just know, as cool of a job as that would be, mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't ever expect or I will never even try to make that my main income. Because mm-hmm. I think even stuff like that for me is just way too stressful to rely on making good music like good music quote unquote and and then people actually listen to it um i don't know the struggles of what of being what uh, of being a full-time artist and i never really cared to be but it's nice being able to be creative as well and uh not have to worry about being successful in it either at Mm -hmm. the same time i think there there's a there's a balance between being able to be creative and not be forced to be creative yeah, make a living off of it as well. But as I was saying, I w- I would love as a passion project to like release. I actually want to do. I have a bunch of family who are mu- musicians, and I haven't spoken to any of them about this yet. But I would love to have all of them, all of us, collaborate mm-hmm. on one big piece. Because I have cousins, aunts, uh, who play piano, uh, stringed instruments, guitar, oboe, flute, harp, guitar, everything. Mm-hmm. And it would be amazing if we all collaborated in like well, one big big piece, right? That might actually kind of semi blow up because people know people who also know people, yeah. And that might might gain some traction. I don't know, but I would love, 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 love to actually be able to do that and then extend beyond family and go to friends, like people who I know, because I know like talented, like like everyone knows a talented mu- musician, and when everyone becomes friends, it can kind of become a one giant jam session. If yeah. uh, you want it to be, so I I would love to make that as like a side project, but that was just a random thing. Yeah, hey, if you're Jerry's family, you're listening, make it happen. You gotta make it happen. I probably by the end of this year or the start of next year, of twenty twenty three, I would love to actually hit up some some people and be like, hey, I have I have a, this thing in mind. Do you want to join in? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so hopefully we we can make it happen. I would yeah. love to. I'm backing up and I'm running all over cables in my chair. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I like what you were talking about being like a like the struggles of being a full time artist because mm-hmm. that is rough, dude. And especially it it almost makes you like um, uh, 
it can make you resent the art. You know what I mean? Oh, like if if I you if you have to rely on your what you want to what you love to do for money, and it's it's not very lucrative, mm-hmm. you can almost start to resent it because like I'm not paying the bills. I love drawing, I love painting, I love making music, I love blah blah blah, but it's not paying the bills, and I have to stress about I have to make this new song, I have to, and you're just trying to like, and then eventually you're just putting out stuff, just to put stuff out to get the bills paid, and then you're like, and you almost like resent the art or yourself for doing that, mm-hmm. for like almost becoming a sellout in a way, because when yeah. you're like you have to put the you put your the money before you, the actual art, you're becoming a sellout to yourself. Oh, that is deep. <laughs> yeah dude because even yeah. yeah cause there are two ways to look at that one you can put out junk or, or or like to your standards junk and then your listeners would even know that and be like hey what's go- going on or B if you're trying to avoid a burnout and you change a lot of your like artistic recipe mm-hmm. and your fans don't like that that can be another issue as well which there are countless examples of like artists having to deal with them getting bored or burnt out with their music and they try to like like innovate mm-hmm. and people don't like it because they like all of the old stuff basically yeah or they like a certain sound or they like they they want they don't like them if if you make your product too niche then it's not going to catch enough people so sometimes you have to water down your product to try and get a, a larger audience you know what i mean hmm yeah yeah, niche art is rough. I mean, that is all. But that, like, if something's considered niche, then just just keep it a hobby. Don't try to make it a career because <laughs> that's that's just going to be brutal. Yeah, it is going to be brutal. But I, that's why things like Twitch and YouTube exist, or like the internet mm-hmm. in general. It it's super easy to just get out there, mm-hmm. and then maybe 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 make some money off of that. You know, yeah, just re- reaching out to a, a wider audience there. So, I, don't know. I think there was a a song online with the lyrics, and someone interpreted the lyrics like the song. The, the lyrics were forgiving who you are for what you stand to gain. So, and and someone was saying that that lyric means um, forgiving what you have to do or what what you have to compromise for your art in order to for what you forgiving who you are for what you stand to gain, forgiving what you have to do to the art or with the art or sell out in order to you know just stay afloat or just keep your head above water mm-hmm. just to not go in debt or just to pay the bills or whatever like that's part of the struggle of making art is just forgiving who you are when you have to compromise the art for you know your, your own personal benefit and just to survive sometimes and i'm so glad i have no plans on pursuing that <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah that is interesting and <laughs> That's actually something I think about when I'm in school, because like I really yeah. hate school, but the job I want requires a school degree, a, a college degree. Yeah. So I think about you know forgiving who I am for what I stand to gain, and forgiving that the fact that I have to like you know labor hard hours sometimes, or late or late at night doing assignments, or or just and I just have to go through it and just go through that class that I know doesn't does nothing for my actual mm-hmm. job. And just having to get get a good grade in that class and do the homework and do the assignments, even though I hate it, but knowing that I'm doing it so I can get a degree in the end. Right. So exactly. like I, I feel like sometimes I feel that way where I feel like like man, like I wanna get into my uh what I really wanna do, but I have to go through all this dumb schoolwork. And and I kinda hate that. But I, I know like 
have to forgive myself for for having to go through that because I know at the end it's, it's I, I feel like it's going to be worth it. You'll be so proud of yourself when you look back and be like, dude, I worked so hard for this. <laughs> and then you, I think in, in the end, you'll be glad that you did it. And also you, you can be okay with your, yourself, like making it easier on yourself. Mm. When you do that schoolwork alone in your room, just make it a vibe, dude. Just light a candle, play some jazz in the, <laughs> in the background, dude. Just, mm. Just like uh, have a lamp or like dim the room, and that that helps me focus. Mm. Like jazz or even like uh, mostly like classical music help just helps helps me get the creative juices flowing as well as just just focusing on school as well as you know anything prod like you know studying related. Uh, which, by the way, I recommend doing all of that if you don't already. Because sitting in a silent room, just staring at a screen or a piece of paper or like at a book. And just reading and trying to be like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that was blah, blah, blah. Got it. I kind of have to because like if there's music on, I, I vibe too much. I do. I, I get too do into you? it. I get way too into it. If I'm listening to music while I'm like uh, studying, I get way too into it and I can't oh, focus. Oh, man. I have to turn the music off. I really do. Oh, man. Like the, the, the only music I can play if I'm studying is instrumentals and sometimes not even that. Yeah, instrumentals. That's what I'm talking about. But sometimes not even that. Sometimes the instrumentals are kind of they're kind of nice, so I'm kind of vibing. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm I'm kind of moving around a little bit. Oh man, that's tough. <laughs> and I gotta turn off instrumentals because I'm getting too into it. Oh man, see, I, well, okay, well, especially if you, especially if it's an instrumental where you know the words to the song, like even if it, there's no lyrics or words in there. If you know the words of the song and the instrumental is playing, you might just start singing it. That's why you need to listen to some to some Beethoven or some Chopin or something, dude, because those guys have no lyrics to their music. <laughs> Excuse me. And they sound okay. So it's like it you feel posh and proper as you do your, <laughs> your music, as you do your schoolwork, and it's like, okay, I'm here. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. Even then, I'm still Everyone's like different. singing the... The, the violin part. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Sometimes I just can't have music. It's too much of a distraction. Okay. I get it. Well, yeah. maybe white noise. How about just like radio? That sounds awful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't mean like literal like static noise. I mean like, some, like something playing like a random YouTube video, a podcast, but you're not listening to that. You're just. That's the thing though. Anything's a distraction, dude. Like, like, okay. like. If there's, cause look, I really hate school. Okay. So if there's anything even mildly more like entertaining, which is pretty much everything to me, you will go to I'm it. Just, yeah, I'm going to that. You'll like, gravitate towards it. I kid you not, I could turn off music, I could sit down in my room, I could have a, an assignment in front of me, and I would start cleaning my room. I would do That's like, hilarious, I would dude. Do anything but do the schoolwork. I, like, there's no music, no distractions. There's no food around. There's no, my phone is off, on silent, and then I sit down and do the work. And I'm like, my room's kind of dusty right now. Let me definitely. <laughs> my fans kind of dusty. Uh, let me, let me and then the next day, you get a fat D for from doing it. A D minus, huh? Oh well, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, A plus room clean, a D minus on psychology. The resistance to do things that you know are important that but you don't want to do is just it's crazy. Didn't Jordan Peterson talk about that? Was that what you were telling me about a couple days ago? Yeah, I think he did talk about it. Where like you want to, even if you know something's important and you sit down and you want to do it, you won't do it.
Yeah. If you don't genuinely want to. That's true. You really have to really, really have to force Real. yourself to like right. just drudge through it. Even though you know it's important and you know it's something you should do that's good for you. And that goes for a lot of things. But like there's just resistance. Okay, but you like psychology though. Yeah. But you hate school. Yeah. But it's about psychology. No, it's not. No? Oh, because yeah, you, like you're taking other percent of the classes I've taken so far are based in psychology. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but are there any like specific classes that are dedicated to psychology? Mm, I mean, yeah, like currently, school, most of them are just like anthropology or like world history. Okay, I see. So you're still taking that. Okay. I think I'm taking my master's to be more of that, but right now it's just all boring stuff. Rip, dude. Rip that. Okay. Well, okay. Never mind then. I have no advice for you. I'm sorry. Uh, but all I can say is that uh, as long as you just keep at it, I guess. <laughs> I always hated school too growing up. I always hate, hated. Uh, it was just boring. I wanted to learn things that I wanted to learn about. Right, like it, if if I had a music class that gave me a credit in high school, I would have jumped on that. But I don't know if that's even possible in like public school. I was homeschooled, so there was no really real option for me to do that uh, in my curriculum. But I would love to do any, any of that. Right, I'd rather learn things that I want to learn than what the school system tells me that I want to learn. How do you diagram a sentence? Tell me, where does the adverb go? <laughs> draw the rocket ship. <clears throat> Have you ever done that? Like, drew the rocket ship and you put the the two verbs on the top and on the bottom, and then at the end there is the subject. Never done that? I've not drawn the rocket ship, but I have. I, know, I do know what you're talking about when you dissect the sentence. Yeah. Subject, adverb. Yeah. I hate it, man. And then, then you draw the lines underneath. Oh, my goodness. Why? <laughs> yeah. Ah. So boring. But you do uh you do work from home, right? I do, yeah, yeah. I so a couple of things. I I do Etsy. I sell things on on Etsy. I I own the online business. And recently, I got another job. I am a solutions developer at Revis Digital. Mm. It sounds cooler than what it really is, but I basically um usually whenever I tell people that I work f with with Etsy, they're like, oh, okay, so. <laughs> but you'd actually be sur surprised. Online businesses can succeed if you work hard at them, and they really can. You just have to to do them right. A lot of my influence with that came with uh, my family. A lot of my aunts and uncles do Etsy, um, yeah. which resulted to their kids, who are my cousins, who also do them, and then I did them. And pretty much everybody, as far as I know, is pretty successful at it. So it's like, you know, why not? I tried it, and it worked. So I'm still doing it, and I'm loving it. That's how you got started. It's mostly like your, your family, family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much, my mom and dad really encouraged me to try it because obviously, ideally, everybody wants to work for, from home. Nobody wants to work a nine to five where they have to get out of bed, out of the house, dress, go out, and you know, obviously. And as I don't want to do that either. I I am a huge homebody, so I would rather sit at at my my desk next to a, a machine and some labels and have some envelopes and make and make a product and ship it out to people as they like it. And, uh, I do that. So, and Etsy is shockingly lucrative. If, if, if you do it right, it can be incredible. So how do you market and advertise yourself in order to grow your business? 
How do I market and advertise myself? What's crazy is that I don't. I Etsy is a is a platform that um, it is like any other website like you YouTube and and Google. Uh, the, the word algorithm here is is key because that's what Etsy uses to push your products. Uh, using tags, using the title, using the pictures, even using everything regarding when you make a listing, it has an effect uh, on the what on the website via algorithm. And if you have the correct tags and title, you can be found more. Uh, you have to make a product that people actually look for in the first place, and from there you you succeed. I don't I don't have Google Ads. I don't have ads on social medias. I could. If I wanted to, I don't. I've never felt the need to. Um, ads are not cheap, so I've never really felt the need to really do that. Um, so that's pretty much it. I just use Etsy's platform as its own thing. I don't market myself outside of it. Um, some people do. Some people, some of my aunts and uncles, some people on Etsy have Instagram accounts, Twitter accounts. They market their themselves out there. You can buy ads on Etsy.com and have your ads displayed outside of the actual listing page. Uh, and that is fine, you know, but outside of Etsy itself, I don't market myself. And what's shocking is you don't really have to. You don't have to market yourself that much to be that successful and and make a living mm-hmm. off of it. So yeah. it is pretty cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's really interesting. I like the word algorithm. Algorithm. <laughs> but that's pretty much all it is. But yeah. What are the pros and cons of like having your own business in space there are hardly any cons i th- i think people would <laughs> like th- there are no cons to it 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 is like being homeschooled right i was homeschooled and now i'm working at home to to work i have lived the the, the best life <laughs> um but no i'm I, i'm not saying that it is like a get rich quick or it's it is like a super easy thing to do you still have to sit down and be dedicated to it like hours every day yeah you still have to do that for a long time as is any job like if you don't treat it like a real job you will fail yeah it, it is what it is the pros of it you can do it in your p- pajamas you can get up um, you are your your own boss. You you don't fit any specific time schedule. Only the schedule that you put in for yourself. You uh, you and you alone are responsible um, to communicate to customers, to uh, people that you buy your product from, to yourself, right? And that's where the whole like self discipline thing comes from. You really, really, really have to make yourself do it. If you want it to work, you have to do it yourself. And no one's gonna stop you, and no one's gonna make you. Mm. All right, so. Um, the biggest pro there is that you, you are your own boss. You do your own thing at your own pace and you hope it works. And, uh, cons, the biggest con that I can think of is that there's no real life experience that comes out of it, right? Uh, the only real life experience that you might get out of it is, um, some basic knowledge on how business works on, on how, um, how, how, on like how marketing works, how making profit works, but you know all of the basic like economic stuff. But otherwise, you don't get any real, real experience with communicating with real people, because you you don't have a boss, you don't have employees to deal with. You 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 don't deal with customers face to face in person. You deal with them over a screen, over over text, and sometimes over the phone, but never in, in person because it's an online business, right? Uh, and all of like any real world experience would teach you everything. As of as when having an online 
business. It's it's super convenient. It's super lucrative, and almost too much so. Because as someone like I like I've never had a real world job, which to a lot of people makes me a textbook loser. <laughs> but I don't care because Etsy actually works. And um, which by the way, I I have no interest. If I can help it, I have no interest getting a quote real world job. If I don't need to, I don't want to. Um, but in other fields, like I am interested in things like uh, IT, right? Um, like software development and all, all of that. I've always had a passion for, for that. So to this day, I am chasing certifications and I'm more than willing to get a quote real world job with that because I want to. And I think having a second job ne never hurts. Uh, but, um, that's one reason, that's another reason why I am also doing that is because I, I, I want a real world experience to an extent because I want to know what it's like. Yeah. I want to know what it's like working with a team, working with people that I don't even know and like having a boss, like what, what is that like? Is it stressful? Is it, is it not? You know, you don't, you don't want to know. I don't want to know, huh? Dude, I've heard so many horror stories, uh, mostly from people who work in fa fast food, like you and a few of, of my cousins who have dealt with complete idiots. I've heard stories, and which, by the way, I, I do too. People with online businesses, they are complete morons out there. But every, like, like everyone knows this, but not everyone has to deal with them. If you own a business in any degree, or work for one, even you will have to deal with some morons every now and then. So even online, it is equally as, as frustrating to get an email, get a phone call, get a text, get, get something from an absolute nincompoop who just doesn't know what they're talking about. And you have to sit with them and deal with them slowly. I hope all Me too. I've heard, I've had very good customers and, and I've had very, very bad ones. Okay. <laughs> I've had them all over the, the spectrum, seriously, <laughs> from good to worse. And I'm sure that is the case with every job that deals with customer service. Like customer service, I never want any tech support job or like customer service, fast food, you know, working at the drive through window. Oh my goodness. I've heard stories. There are countless stories online. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, and it's not even just about the about the pay. It's just about the quality of life and about the about the mental um, the mental stability. Mm. Like yeah. I want to keep mine, please. <laughs> yeah, working at a fast food for like ten years is a great way to just lose your mind. How, no, yeah, I would need you, my therapist, <laughs> the therapist. After that, I would need you after that, which is you are perfect for those kinds of people. I'm sure. But you know that is that that loops all the way back around to the the best pro ever. I don't have to deal with that yeah. when I'm in my own house, in my own property, making my own money here as my own boss. It is awesome. It it really is, and I I encourage a lot of people to try it. If if you're thinking about it, just try it. Well, some people underestimate about that is like you have to like you're responsible for everything. You have to make yourself work because like if you don't have someone, pe people like will complain a lot. Mm -hmm. But there's some people who like if they're if they didn't have a manager or a boss over them saying hey you work these days this week this many hours they wouldn't work. That's true. There's a lot of people who are being forced to work who need to be forced. To work. You you're so right about that. A lot of people lack self discipline, which yeah. is why being self employed would not work for them, and that's okay. That's fine because because not everyone's built out for it. Yeah. People underestimate both the uh, the amount of self discipline and work it takes to be your own boss and the amount of money 
that has the potential, right? People underestimate both severely. I think um, it goes to both ways for sure. But yeah, you're right. I, I know people who are completely lazy. <laughs> Everybody does. When, when there's no one over you above you. Kind of... <sighs> How do I stay disciplined? That is a tough one. Um, stay consistent. How do I stay consistent? Well, depending on the online business, um, depending on the online business, a it can be it can be pretty volatile, <clears throat> which is not a good thing. Um, that goes for anything from all the way from stocks, you know, like uh, investing into like businesses, stocks, crypto. Um, online businesses ha- can be fairly volatile. Um, and it's very possible to have an insane season or like a year where you do really well and you make a ton of money. And then the next year you make maybe like half of that, right? That, that can happen and that can be scary. My personal motivation is I know when my peak was and it was shocking and to me, and I want to hit that again, right? I want to have that consistent performance in my job obviously because i i want money i want lots of money (laughs) um what what keeps me self-disciplined well first of all yeah that the potential to make a lot a lot of money uh actually for the longest time i i I struggled because you know as with anything it it can be such a burnout because it becomes a routine just like any normal job an at-home job is just like a day-to-day hourly routine, right? So it can get dull, it can get boring, it can become dreadful. But at the same time, it's like when you make money, you you make money. And to me, it can actually get a little addicting to see like prices and, and like numbers start to like rack up. Uh, like when you make sales and then it's like you like see the numbers go bigger and bigger and, and bigger. And as with that comes your bank account and it's like, oh, dang. This yeah. actually makes me money. Um, so there's uh, there there's that. Um, I have a family who are frankly pretty wealthy off of this stuff. They they are wealthy uh, off of online retail all, alone, and it's not drop shipping. It is literally buying a product, uh, like modifying it in any way, personalizing it, and then reshipping it out. That's what this is, and that. I think people severely underestimate the potential of money that is. And um, that takes a self-disciplined mind. It, 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 it really does to know, to try, I guess, to, to really try and to make it work every day of your, of your life, like five, six days a week. So what do you think is the difference between like motivation and self-discipline? The difference between motivation and self-discipline. Well, I think I said this earlier. Motivation is temporary. Self-discipline is permanent, right? So motivation is are those two weeks where you feel hyper-focused on doing everything, and then you burn out, right? But the self-discipline is kind of this instilled, ingrained thing in you that makes you do it even when you don't want to. Actually, like self-discipline is a really interesting like thing with me is I, and I'm really happy about this. Every day I have a set routine of things that I want to do. Okay. So one of them is obviously my online business Etsy. 
The others is I want to practice and improve my musical skill, uh, piano. And the other is I want to study for being certified, right? As well as working out because I now hate the gym and have been for, for, for several months. So these four things I need to do every day. And for the longest time, I have told my, myself, I cannot go to sleep. I cannot entertain my, myself. I, I cannot have any free time at all until all four of these boxes have been checked thoroughly. Okay. And the easiest part to really instill that in me is when I'm motivated. So the first two weeks and when I started, I'm like, okay, yes, I am on top of the globe. I can do this. I am my own man. I got this. By the, by the time that my motivation has run out, when I wake up, I think, okay, I'm going to just do this, get it over with, I'm done. But then the second I try to skip one of those tasks, like let's say that that day I, I just don't feel like hitting the gym, okay? When I mentally think that, I do everything else of my task. My day feels weird. My routine is kind of messed up. And then I sit back and I mentally can't relax. I can't be like, okay, I'm fine. I can go do whatever. I can watch YouTube. I can, I can game. I can go outside. I, I can text people. I can do anything. I, I can't do any of that because in the back of my, my mind, there's always that one nagging thing. You have to practice. Or sorry, you have to go hit the gym. You have to go hit the gym. You just have to. You just, you, you just have to. And I'm like, why? And it's like, you have to, you want to get fit, right? You have to hit the gym. You have to. And that constant nagging thing to me is self-discipline because I can't do anything in my day with, without finishing that. And the only reason I was able to build that in, in the first place was I built it on the shoulders of motivation. That's how I structured my entire uh, mental thing around my daily routine. In my personal case, it was really with piano. I, I've always nonstop had the biggest issue with going on and practicing piano daily for at least one hour. For good musicians, a one hour is nothing. Yeah. Uh, good musicians practice two to two, three hours. Well, the ones who do it for a living do nine hours every day. A not like, you know, like, like a full-time job as they should. That's not my full-time job, obviously. So I'm just doing it as a hobby kind of, but I, I want to significantly improve. And in fact, next year I plan on playing in a local orchestra, right? So I, I want to step it up. I'm resting on my theory. I'm resting on technique on all of these things. So piano was actually probably the biggest thing out of those four where I had to sit back and be like, okay, this is something I need to be self-disciplined in. And to this day, I'm so thankful that I am. Cause to this day, if I, I work on Etsy, I hit the gym, I make my money and I study for my future certifications, but I skip piano and I'm like, okay, the second I do anything that is for the, for the sake of entertainment or for just killing time, I can't mentally relax because it's like, I still have this one task that I really got to do and nothing I do can shake it off. And I love it. I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> I should love it. Uh, that is just that is self discipline to me. It's like a compulsion. Almost. It is a strong mental compulsion, right? Exactly. And motivation doesn't do that. Motivation is 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 like mental energy towards that one thing, yeah. and that never lasts for anybody. Yeah. 
like like mo- like motivation is is kind of like caffeine you know it comes out of nowhere it'll hit you hard and fast but not for long at all and i love motivation i i i wish i could fuel up every month on motivation for some specific task and i'm sure everybody feels that way that is the ideal situation but you can't so self discipline is the other way to go you have to want you have to ingrain a self routine it kind of makes your daily duties a habit i guess that that's when playing a piano or like that's when all of these daily tasks become more of a habit than self-discipline i guess which those may go hand, hand in hand uh kind of in some instances but for me i i i need it to become both or either um so that is self-discipline to me so, so what other things do you do like outside of the business or outside of uh like what what what, what things that are part of your lifestyle inflict or or can affect how the, how everything else in your life goes like or, or even with the business like like things outside of the business that affect the business like like you said going to the gym or going to the piano what other things are there like that how do I say this both fortunately and unfortunately nothing pretty much nothing gets in the way of me and my income besides me as my own like my brain right. Um, the reason I, I say both good and bad is the reason is good because I have all the time in the, the world. I don't have a real job, so I have nothing that really pulls me anywhere else that's not in my house besides the gym, okay? Uh, the reason I say unfortunately is because that might, some people make me a textbook loser because I, I quote, don't have a life. So what am I going to do? Exactly, bro. I sit at home. Oh, what do you do? Oh, you do Etsy. Yeah, you play games all day. And it's like, no, I, I actually, I make more money than you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I never say that because, because that's, that's likely not even the case. That, that, I don't know. <laughs> I, I say that, that, no, 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 I, I'm not trying to say anything. The point is um, that I, I am homebody already, so it fits. Working at home, like, a lot of people may not even like that. Like, I, I know people who, like, during COVID, they hated working from home because they loved being in a work environment yeah. or, or, or leaving home. Uh, and not being able and being able to separate home life from work life. Just a lot of people like that because I've heard like workout gurus say to not work out in your own bedroom. Your bedroom is where you sleep and when you relax. You don't work out in in there because your mental, your mentality towards it can sh- can, I don't know somehow shift or be different as opposed to be to going into a different room. Or a different part of the house, or even outside. Interesting that you heard that because I actually work out in my bedroom. I figured, yeah, you told me that. Um, I don't know how true that is. I understand the whole work life versus home life thing, mm-hmm. and I'm the same way with the gym. I want a home gym, but at the same time, I like the gym environment. It feels competitive. It feels um, motivating to see people and guys around you just going at it. And then there's you, and it's like, well, they're doing it. What are you doing? And, and it's like, well, better load up another plate. <laughs> yes, sir. No, I actually feel like I feel like my room is like um, my room is like my mental space. 
So okay. Whenever I'm in, my, I'm in my room, like I'm always, I'm always thinking about ways I can like improve myself. Like my room is very. I try to make sure my room is clean. I try to. Whenever I'm in my room, I'm usually doing like schoolwork or I'm working out or even when I sleep. I think of sleep as like the most important pillar of my health and my my fitness life. Okay. Sleep. So I agree. Even the sleep part is like everything I do in my room. I think serves a purpose. So I, I think maybe if your room is like um, like your relaxation place, yeah, maybe that could be it. Sure. But for me, my room is 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 multi. There's multi purpose. Sure. Like I, I go to my room to work out. I go to my room to you know self improve. I go to my room to work out. I go to my room to to do schoolwork. I go to my room to even when I sleep, I'm thinking about this sleep is gonna help me be even more efficient the next day. Like and even my closet, I want everything to be just clean, and that's how my I think of myself mentally is is to be in that place, to be in a a focused environment. So even when I'm going to sleep, everything I do is for a purpose. Even even sleeping. So hmm. But it, but I guess if you if you if your room is like if someone maybe that that person you're you're talking about, if their room is like, well they go to the room and they just like watch YouTube, watch TV, or. You know, like stuff like that. Then I guess, like, yeah, then maybe you want to work out somewhere else because you're going to be in your room. And you're like, I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to watch YouTube now because I'm in my room. And maybe that's what that that's what they're trying to do. Maybe. Maybe. Like my room isn't like a hobby room. Like, if I wanted... My, all my hobbies are outside my room, really. Okay. Like, even, like, if I do... I don't play games very often. But if I do play a game, it's in a different room. Sure. Um, if I want to go to the gym, which technically is also a, a self-improvement thing. Keeps, keeps my good cardio. Mm-hmm. But if my but it's a hobby that's away from my room, like all my hobby fun stuff is usually away from my room. I think it helps you specifically because you don't have a bed, <laughs> a and that space. could be part of it, right? You you don't have a lot of space, and you and you don't see a bed, and then immediately think sleep. I mean, I mean, well, I guess that's true. But I also feel like even even the fact that I don't have a bed that has a purpose, you know, like like to, to help my. Uh, to make sure I, I to keep my back healthy, and also just to keep the space clean. And well, no, I, I feel like I, I like it when things that I do have a purpose. Like I feel like a lot of people just do things and they don't really know why they're doing it, and they just they just do it. Mm-hmm. Like even people have a bed. It's like why do you have a bed? Because it's because it's uh, comfortable. But why? Because it. Why, it... Why, do you need, why do you need to be super comfortable? Cause I, cause it feels nice, and I feel I, I don't know. It, 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 it feels nice, and I believe that I would get better sleep on a mattress than on the floor, myself personally. Yeah, that's fair enough. I feel like most people just have like, most people just have habits that they don't really know why they have. That's fair, but I, I think like bed is one of those things where like people just kind of have it. Because there's plenty of countries where people sleep on the floor. Or they they sleep on a very minimum. Is it because they're poor or because they choose to not have a bed? Sometimes it's part of the culture or it's part of the tradition that you sleep on the floor. Okay. And I don't know, certain things like that. And I'm sure most people think I'm a weirdo because most people sleep on a bed. And I'm like the one. (laughs) (laughs) You are the only person I know who willingly sleeps on the floor. (laughs) With no mattress, just blankets and a Q pillow. (laughs) I feel like like even just knowing that the reason I sleep on the floor has a purpose just helps me to... Focus more in other things in my life, and then and and like let's so look you you how is like how does going to the gym affect like your focus outside of the gym? 
Well, I have more energy because I'm healthier, right? Just naturally. Um, the gym helps with multiple things. And not only, even outside of the whole like physicality part, it just gives me structure to my day mm-hmm. as well. I can structure my day around me getting in my car, driving to the gym, lifting, enjoying it, then coming back, right? Like that is a major part of my day-to-day life. And all, and obviously on top of that, there's always, you know, me wanting to get more fit, get healthier, uh, and gives me more energy throughout the, the day. And I used to not do that either. So that's why I go. I also think that like, at least me, I've also noticed that if I do something, now if I do it earlier in the morning, like by first thing in the morning, I just do it. Yeah. That sets the tone for the rest of the day and for me to be productive. Yeah. Exactly. I wait till later in the day, then you kind of like put it off and put it off and put it off. Yeah. Like even when you do do it, it's not as quiet quality as mm-hmm. you do it right away when you get up. Exactly. The gym is the first part of my daily routine in the morning. Because me personally, I am the same way. It sets the mood for the morning. Lift, and then it's like, so what's next, right? So, I agree, brother. (laughs) Brother Michael (laughs) Spitten. I better be. (laughs) Oh, man. My last question, I think, is what what advice would you give to someone who was thinking about uh, you know, being self-employed or starting their own business? Like that guy making more money than me eating Doritos at home. Like, how do I how do I get there? Dude, I have a million dollars in the bank account. I got six bags next to me right now, just filled with dur- Doritos and cash, all Benjamins. <laughs> so first of all, I am no expert on anything. Seriously, I just know what I do and I enjoy it. Um, any advice? Um, Etsy is underrated, it's overlooked, and it's underappreciated. Uh, specifically that platform. I don't think it is the only platform ever that can make su- that can have success. Obviously, I've heard a lot of things about drop shipping. Um, I've heard that that's good, and I know that there are plenty of other platforms like you know eBay, uh, Poshmark. Even there are there you know. If you want to get serious about it, treat it like a job. Dedicate several hours every day. Five days a week, minimum. If you can, make it six days a week. And uh, do a ton of research. Ask people that you know. Ask people with experience. Because they will make you money. (laughs) Like, literally. I think asking people that have experience, if you know any, ask them first. Do your research and just do it. And um, that's that's pretty much it. Just be self-disciplined. Forehead. (laughs) <laughs> just do it you just gotta you know put your mind to it yeah whatever you want you can have exactly follow your dreams yeah it it is not that complicated you yeah. you just try it and that you know that can apply for pretty much anything ever yeah I guess just, just try it and when you do try it go for it hard hit it hard mm. just, just not too hard just don't get burnt out on it yeah oh yeah that's true watch out for burnout yeah, burnout is real, and when it hits, it hits hard. So, yeah. anything else you would like to discuss? Um, in particular, no, not really. Um, thank you for having me, man. No problem, bro. Thanks for being. This was so fun. I love sitting here and just talking. Uh, I love hearing myself talk. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it so much. <laughs> um, 
never talk to you again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, no, seriously, th- thank you. It has been a blast, and I hope to be on here again in the future. Perhaps, maybe, we'll perhaps. see. Oh, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> All, awesome. Anything you want to promote? Promote that Etsy, maybe? Promote, um, honestly, so actually, no. No? I don't I don't like to put myself out there. I don't want to be stalked. I don't I don't want to be I don't want people to feel like they have to find find me and promote me. Right? I I don't like pr- promoting myself out there. If people find me cool, awesome, I don't care. Um that's that that's great. And if you do find me then buy from me, you know, that'd be kind of nice. But I don't like to put myself out, out there too hard. No, I've actually had people. I have a a friend who found my Etsy business and she bought a product. Yeah. He or she. No, it was a she. And she gave me a one star. Really? I yep. Is it a friend? A friend of mine who didn't know who I was on Etsy. Right? Oh really? They bought from me. <laughs> I knew they were cause of because of their name and their address. Wow. And I was like, oh okay. And they left me a one star. They weren't happy with it. <laughs> so wow. I was like, yo, no way. <laughs> it's not that bad. Come on now. <laughs> you want to drop the ad? You want to drop I will not do that. I will not embarrass them because this person felt, because I, I DM'd them and I was like, yo, what is this, dude? <laughs> it's not that bad. Was it? And what, and, and what was funny is she went right back around and she gave me a five star after oh, I teased it. So I felt, okay, come on. I didn't want that. Oh, I want honesty. Oh. I want honesty in in my business. But I was like, okay, well, thank you. But I was dying. So that has ha- happened, and and if that does happen, like I I I don't care. Um, but I just don't like to, to promote myself that much. Everybody, um, I'm gonna put Jerry's Etsy in the IG. Just give him a one star. <laughs> and uh, in order to do that, you have to buy something first. So buy the cheapest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, because <laughs> ruin his life, please. Uh, I mean, hey. All ten people listening. As long as you give me money, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's hilarious. But yeah, that happened, and and as far as I know, she was the only person who I know who who actually like bought something from me and didn't e- even know it. Wow. So that that was funny. Man, that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Alright, Jerry, thanks for being here. And thank you so much, brother. Been fun. Been real. Sorry, everyone. Have a good day. Take care.